0: Yo 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 yo! What's up? What's up? Welcome, 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 one and all, to the Soul What You're Saying podcast. As of course, I am your host, your host with the most, Willie Will. I want to thank everybody for joining us this evening. I know I uh, I look a little sketchy with my background, but uh, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have that fixed up in a couple of weeks. I have uh, a couple things I got to do with that. But, anyway, what's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful Friday evening. It has been another, we've all gotten through another week. We are all going, you know, getting through what we're getting through. And, of course, the more time goes on, the more we are, getting closer to that day, Halloween. I hope everybody is uh, preparing their kids for Halloween, getting them all dressed up, getting them all prepared for the Halloween, the spooky season. And I want to thank everybody who's going to join us. Everybody's going to listen later on. Uh, I hope every again, once again, I hope everybody has a wonderful, is having a wonderful Friday And I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, as of course. So, what do we got going on here today? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, just trying to get the green screen. So at least I'm not fading out. Okay. I'm gonna have to uh, I gotta get a, a better light source to make sure this works. like the other light source I had worked pretty well but I get this feeling that it could also it could always be better and you know like I said I want it to be better I want it to have a, a good quality and it's gonna it's gonna look better. I'm gonna get a, a better light source for for all of this and and, and, and we'll get it together. But anyway, what do we got going on here for today's show? So today's show On today's show, we have um let me see what's going on here. Okay, there we go. On today's show, uh we're definitely going to talk about the uh the uh, midterm elections. 2-3 weeks people will be going to vote and you know when it's all when it's all said and done with it could be a good thing for the country it could be a bad thing for the country it can be good it could be bad and then it could be horrible and I'm gonna tell you what all three of those are going to be good bad and horrible that's how that could be um then we're going to we're definitely Gonna get into Kanye West, your boy, Kanye. Let's just say, your boy. Uh, like, I, I I don't know what's wrong. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, I'm I'm not understanding what's going on. Uh, of course, I'm gonna give my. Uh, Get the fuck out of here, Ward. Um, definitely got to give that once a week, and you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll get some input from you guys. And uh, of course, part three of our spooky review in this year's spooky season. Uh, today's review will be the classic. One what of one what, what of my favorite spooky movies, definitely. It's definitely a uh, uh, a definite classic, which will be Final Destination Two. Final Destination Two is this week's spooky review, and uh, that, that's what it's going to be. And, of course, I'll maybe get into a couple other things. But other than that, it's going to be a, a good show. I'm going to try to keep it moving along. Um, I am, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm waiting for something uh, to come. It should be—it should have been here before I started. But, unfortunately, as we all know, um, when it comes to deliveries, Grubhub, DoorDash, and all those things, It, uh, they all, you know, move when they want to move, as always. But of course, before we get into any of the goings on with today's show, of course, gotta let you know where to find me, gotta let you know how to hit me up, gotta let you know how to, uh. Find all of my content. So, as always, look to the screen. You can email me at SoWhatYouSaid5 at gmail.com That's S-O-W-U-T-U-S-A-Y-I-N 5 at gmail.com You can also find us on Facebook. Facebook at SoWhatYouSaid. Instagram so at Twitter at WhatYouSaid. My link you. So what you. Said, and please, please, Find us on Twitch. If you have Twitch, please look us up on Twitch. So what you're saying? That's S O W T U S A Y I N. Please find us on Twitch. Give us a like. Give us a follow. It'll greatly help spread the community and make this thing bigger than what it is already. So, how's everybody doing today? Hope everybody again had a great week, good work week. I hope everybody is, you know, rested and relaxed, and uh, you know, like I said, getting ready for the spooky season. Like I said, I I, I have um, I I'm not big into the Halloween thing. Like I tell people, I, I'm, I could skip Halloween altogether. You could give me. Thanksgiving, right quick, give me that right quick, give me Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll be ready to go Go for me, um, but there are a lot of people who love Halloween, a lot of adults, I, I mean don't get me wrong, I, I can understand the kids loving Halloween, but I'm an adult, alright, I'm a grown ass man, I'm not into Halloween. I've never seen so many adults into Halloween like that. And don't get me wrong. I'm not mad. Like, that's what you do. That's what you like. That's your thing. But for me, and I'm not a Halloween person, like I said, if it was up to me, we could skip and go straight to. It goes straight to, to Thanksgiving if it was for me. Yeah, I I, I ain't, I ain't going to lie. I'm fat. I'm greedy. I um, I like to eat. And that is why uh, if it was up to me, we would be, it was up to me, I'd be on, I, I'd be getting myself prepared for Thanksgiving. But I'm not. And Thanksgiving, after everything I've been through, um I will, you know, when Thanksgiving gets here, I'll be thankful for for Thanksgiving to come. Sorry about that guys. I was just uh checking in on another stream check checking in on the stream, making sure it's healthy. You know, you gotta make sure these things work. Dude, you're talking about making sure um making sure all technical things work on your end. And it it is what it is, as always. Got to make sure they all work and make sure everything is is working on all ends. So anyway, where do I start? Let's start with, um, you know what, let's start with the the midterm elections. I'm going to get into this because we need to get into the midterm elections. People need to understand exactly what is on the line with these midterm elections. And I'm going to tell you exactly what is on the line with the midterm elections. As you can see, um, First, anything that our, our current president, President Joe Biden, wants to try to institute, Republicans are very much against it. And um, because, and, and let's be honest, there's a reason why they're very much against it. First, all these people are giving Trump. The world's biggest blowjob. It's like all these, the Republicans are lining up to get this nigga some head. Uh, outside of Liz Cheney and Adam Adam Kinzinger, who are both Republicans, are both are leaving office at the end of this cycle. All these things is giving this nigga head. Marjorie Taylor Greene is giving this nigga head. Uh, well, maybe not so much Mitch McConnell. But you got Marjorie Taylor Greene. You got Ted Cruz. You got Mark DeSantis. Got Marco Rubio. I I mean, the list goes on and on. And these niggas are just lining up to get this nigga some head. Lining up. It's not like they're. It's not like they're, they're. It's not like. They are, you know, coming with, not like they're coming with their own agendas and their own strategies to help make their, their their, where they represent better, which in turn could in turn make the world better and make the world go around better. It's all about power. You got to understand, they got people running for office that sh- have no business holding any type of public federal office whatsoever, a la Herschel Walker, a la Marjorie Taylor Greene. And what people have to understand is this. Now, I have a friend who's very radical and doesn't is into all these different things and doesn't believe in the Democrats and all this. But this is what people have to understand. There is no politician on the basis of Earth that is good for everyone. But this is what I want to understand. Okay? So you have, we've had mass shootings we've had parkland we've had we're fine like we're we're actually running down guys now who are buying these guns and they're young we're talking 18 19 years old first let me say this there should be no no 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old with an AR-15, an assault rifle. Hell, assault rifles should not be legally allowed to be sold in the United States, in any state. There's hunting rifles. Assault rifles for me are for people who are going to war. So essentially, you've got an AR-15, you basically going to shoot somebody. You going to kill a bunch of people. You are definitely going to kill a bunch of motherfuckers with an AR fifteen. You should not that should not be able to be legally purchased at any store gun show, any of that. Why? I'm going to tell you why. What purpose is it serving for a regular person, a regular human being to be running around with an AR-15, or having one in your house, tell me, what purpose does it serve for you to have that? None. No purpose whatsoever for you to have that. But the Republicans would have you believe that people are trying to take away your right to bear arms. Nobody's trying to take away your right to bear arms. That is for you and it is written in the 2nd Amendment in the Constitution of the United States of America. But what we're trying to do is limit the fact that crazy people getting hold of these fucking weapons. An AR-15 should not be sold to anybody. That is a war gun, and that should be left for the Army, for the military, for the Marines, for the Air Force, for any of those military branches that go to war to protect our country. For a regular human being, for for, for a civilian, we should not have access to an AR-15. None at all, no access, whatsoever. ever. But that's only part of the reason. Part part of the reason why I want I need people to get up and vote. Women, I definitely need you to get up and vote. Why? Because your bodily autonomy right now is on the line. I am. I have not lived in a society where we have not been able to make decisions where it comes to our health, where it comes to things of this, when it comes to our personal, our personal things, our health, uh, when we start a family, things like that. I'm not living in a society or in an age where we have not been able to make that choice on our own. Granted, let me make this perfectly clear, where I stand. Would I want a woman to have an abortion where it comes to um, having one of my children? No, I would not. But do I understand that it is a woman's right to choose and it is her right? If she if she wants to have a baby or not where it comes to my situation I do would I be hurt sure of course there's no reason there's no way I wouldn't be hurt by that but I would not want our government to have to be able to decide if a woman can do can can go and, and, and make a choice like that I, I I wouldn't want our government to decide that, okay, you have to have a baby. You decide to have sex and get pregnant, you have to have a baby. Well, let me make this perfectly clear for you, U.S. government. First, we could all wear condoms. None of it is 100%. We could all, women could have birth control and all that. None of it is 100%. None of it. It only takes one accident or one time. So what I want people to understand is, okay, it happens. You could have took all the precautions in the world, but it happens. And maybe you don't want to have this. This woman doesn't want to have this. That should be a choice between her, her doctor, uh, the relationship of the person that she's dealing with, these these are the people that should be able to make these choices. Not the U.S. government. Not at all. And let's let, let, let's go beyond that. Let's pick it up one level. Let's pick it up another level. Okay? So we have guns. We have a woman's right to choose. They're even trying to get rid of contraceptives so that and you could basically run men that yeah, basically run around A and get get you could basically run around A and get an S T D. You could basically run around B and, and get a woman pregnant anywhere you want to. These are things that are continuously, these are, these are things they want to take away. And then let's not forget, this is all about a power graph. This is not about what's best for you and me. It's a power graph. Granted, don't get me wrong, both sides want power. But then there's one side that wants power to get things done, and it's showing you in the fact that they've passed legislation to get things done, and then there's one side that just wants the, uh, the the wants the power so they could just pass their agenda and do what the fuck they want to. I want you to think about something. You think if Republicans were were in power, that Trump would have got caught? With all those those documents in Mar-a-Lago? I think not. Do you think if uh 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 they were in power, Republicans were in power, we'd have the January 6th committee? I think not. But you can see in places where they are in power, the things they're doing. And for us as black people, they're doing it against us. Because they guess what? They just can't believe. We are we, we. They can't believe we, as people, will actually go out and vote against them. So what they're not understanding is what your what your agenda is is not popular. What your agenda is is not going to help the United States of America. Not going to help the people. We elect you to do our bidding. To get things done on our behalf. Not to get things done to keep lining your fucking pockets. Allah, this whole thing with oil and gas. This ain't doing nothing but lining lining these Republicans' pockets. I mean, the whole thing with fossil fuels. Our reliance on fossil fuels. Don't think, I mean, Really? which is damaging our ozone layer, which is fucking up everything for us. We need a planet to live on. So because you want to just go ahead and fuck up, the, fuck up the ozone layer and fuck up the, the, the planet, don't take the rest of us with you. Fuck up your own shit, not our shit. Let's start with that. And then the most important thing of it all is I want people to understand these people are not bright. They're not. They're not honest. But there really is no, no politician that is really that honest. But they are not honest. They have proven they are not honest. A la Hershey Walker. All I want is for people to understand this. You ain't got to vote the way I would vote. That's not what I want you to do. Because understand something. What may be important for me, excuse me, may not be important for you. So I don't want you to vote in the manner in which I may vote because the manner in which I may vote may not be may not be the way you would vote All right, so sorry about that. I was just checking something out. And again, again, where, the way I vote may not be the way you vote. Sorry about that. Had to fix something here in um in Twitch. But anyway, the way I vote may not be the way you vote. And you got to understand just cuz I vote one way, I want you to vote for in the way you would vote for yourself. Because what people don't understand is, the way I may vote is going to be important for me and mine. It's not going to be important for you. Or what I may find important, you may not find important. So, again, I'm not saying that we should. I'm not saying that I sh- that that what I'm saying is not accurate or true but what I'm saying is you have to come to the realization that we are now at a turning point it's a war going on outside no man is safe from and you have to understand that if you are if you are if you can't defend what you stand for, or defend what this country was built on, built for. Because you got to remember, if they take power, black people will not be able to vote. Or they will try to take that from us. They will basically try to exile us from out of this fucking country when people don't understand it was because of us this fucking country was built. It was built on our the backs of our ancestors. So I want people to understand that this is that this is the time that this is a very big turning point in the history of man of mankind altogether, and we have to decide what we have to decide what side of history we want to be on. And I'm going to be honest, I want to be on the side of history that helps everybody grow, prosper, and become the best they can be. Where everybody has, where where, when our children grow up, when my daughter gets to be grown, and, and I want people to understand, I have to make sure I'm on top of all these things because my daughter in a few years will be an adult and have to deal with the things that I deal with on a regular basis. And I want her to be able to get up and and, and I want her to be able to walk, go into a world where she has the right to do A, B, and C. Where she doesn't have to worry about going to school and somebody might be pulling out an AR-15 and she may lose her life. In a world where she ain't got to worry about her dad Walking outside and because he's black a black male, he may not come home. So there you have it, folks. It's up to you. You can decide what side you want to be on, what's important for you, and if these if these things are important to you or there are other things important to you, bring them to the table. Nobody will be mad at you. Hold up. That's, that, that, that's, that is, hello? Yep. Yes. Yep, I'm going to buzz you in there. Hold on one second, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back in two minutes. I am back. I am back. Sorry about that. Like I said, I, kn- I knew I had something coming and being delivered. Unfortunately, nobody told him to take five years to, to, to bring bring what I was. But it is here. It's definitely here. I got everything I need. Ah, wonderful. Hold up. There we go. all right so back to what I was discussing so like I said this is um like I said that th- this is that th- this is a, a an important time for everyone not just me but you also and I need you I need people to understand we need to get up and go vote We need to get up and turn out to make sure that our voices are heard, they're heard loud and clear, that we're not going to take this line down and that we run this country. It's our taxpayer dollars that, 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 that put you in that office that pays your salary to sit there to take care of business for us. And that it is not to be taken for granted. Because the moment you don't do what we need you to do, the quick as you got in, is as quick as you can get out. So with that being said, let's move on to this week's. Spooky Review. So this week's Spooky Review is the 2003 classic Final Destination 2. Now, I will say this. I saw the first Final Destination. And, um. I saw it and I was like, okay, I like this premise. But I also was like, there's just some things missing from this premise that I kind of was like, hey, like, this is what we need. To make, this, to, to make this go. And so, but I did enjoy the first movie, but not as much as I enjoyed the second Final Destination. So before I get into the view and the breakdown of the movie, let me show you guys the trailer, and then I will be back with my review for the movie. Let me show you guys. All right, I had a really a little issue with. All right, I had a. Hold on one sec. Oh, there we go. That's why it was it was it was double playing. I had a little issue with with my audio, so I'm going to replay the trailer for you guys. Back to the wrong joint. There we go. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You see. Thing... Dial pad is where work comes well, together. But we're going to get you. you. It gives on us one. Set. There you go. It's not over yet. All right. There we go. So there goes the trailer for Final Destination 2. I accidentally, you know, had some things going on, but here you go. So... Here, here's how the movie begins. So in the opening scene, while the credits are going on and everything else, the in the background is a television show. And in the show, the guy is talking about death and death design. That death is all around us and that. We could you know what I'm saying, we should be looking out. And of course, the 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 the, the television show, the the moderator on the show, the, the host of the show is telling him, Hey, you uh, you you you're full of crap and all that other good stuff. And uh so this is where you meet Kim. Kim gets up. Uh, or Kimberly, gets up, and she, you know what I'm saying, here's this show, but of course, she is like everybody else, is not really paying it no attention. So we move on to the next scene, and she's packing her her her, her SUV, and she's going to Daytona Beach for spring break. No big deal. That's just what pe- young people do. Spring break, you have a good time, and all the other good stuff. She's on her way to spring break, and she's going with her friend. Her friend Shayna, her friend Dano, and her friend Frankie. So, of course, she picks up her, she leaves her house with Shayna. She gives her dad a hug. She gets in the car, she's gone. Somewhere along the line, she picked up her friend Frankie Adano. So they're in this car and they're driving. They're getting ready to get on on the ramp to go uh, to U.S. Route 23 to go and go to make their way to Daytona. One, uh, I think it's Dano is in the back rolling the rolling the blunt, getting ready uh, or uh, get, or Frankie's in the back rolling the blunt. Trying get got mad weed about to get high, but they're on the, they're in the back of this SUV and they on their way. So, as she gets on the turnpike or on the highway, she starts you know just seeing things, you just noticing stuff. And, you know, she almost crashes into a logging truck. And like I said, she's she's looking around. She's looking at people. She, she's looking at different things. She's starting to notice different things, starting to notice signs and everything. Uh, her friend, Shayna is on the side talking about, eh, don't worry about it. You're fine. Your dad, you'll be okay, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, Kimberly is starting to get a strange feeling. She's starting to get a strange feeling. So she's like, you know, and and mind you, this is one year to the day of flight one hundred eighty, which again is the flight in the first final destination. And she's, you know, she's she's starting to see things. She's starting to, you know, starting to get, you know, weird vibes. And She's seen all the people that are about to get their life taken. They're all driving past her and all this other good stuff. Now, I could describe for you, I could describe for you the scene that's about to go down. But I think it's better that you guys see this shit and see exactly what just went, what exactly what happens. This is all I'm saying, that, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's that definitely crazy. Like, I mean, what could happen? And of all the things that could happen, yeah. so anyway, So, anyway, moving on. So, she has a premonition that that is what's about to happen. Like, she sees it as vividly as you just saw it in in, in that scene. All right? So, she has the premonition. And she decides, you know what? Are we not doing it? So, she pulls up, takes a car, parks in front of the um, Entrance to the Route Twenty Three And the police officer that got it first. He pulls up, he's like, Yo, what's going on? He gets out the car, he pulls up, he gets out the car, he's like, Yo, what's going on? And she tells him, Yo, there's about to be a big giant ass accident over here on Route Twenty Three. Of course, everybody's uh, everybody's trying to get to where they're going, so they're a little upset. And you know, the the police officer gets back into the car. I mean, the the police officer tells everybody to get back into the car. And so, this is where you're kind of introduced to the other characters. Uh, Lottery winner Evan Lewis. Mother Nora Comberte and her her son Tim, uh, businesswoman Cat Jennings, uh, guy getting high that you saw on the thing that's Rory. You'll see Isab- uh, uh, Isabella, who's pregnant, who plays some somewhat of a role in this, and then you'll see um, uh, the, the 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 guy on the motorcycle, uh, Eugene, and the police officer's name. It's Thomas. So what happens is he's telling her, she's telling him, look, there's about to be an accident. It's gonna be a big, giant accident. This is what's gonna happen on Route on U.S. Route twenty three. Of course, nobody's believing her. What happens? The accident. Happened. You hear in the background. You hear all the cars starting to pile up. You see it. They, that are people, who she blocked off, off the off the highway, are starting to see this, starting to see this joint, and Kimberly's turn around watching it happen, and the cop runs to his car to call in for backup and the EMS to come for this this um to come for this accident, but. He has to. He ends up running behind and saving Kim from getting hit by a truck, but couldn't save her friends, as this truck hits her car with her friends Shana, Dano, and Frankie in the car. Car explodes. She, of course, is like like everybody else. She's distraught. She's crying. Thomas is consoling her. And you know, this is what happens. Like this was crazy. This was definitely crazy. It was definitely crazy. So next scene they go to police station. The guys that one of the police officers is telling is telling them about flight one eighty. They're talking about flight one eighty and what the, the correlation of uh, what just happened on on U.S. Route 23. The officer is like, ah, this crazy stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. He goes listens to, to um, Kimberly. He goes into the other room and listens to Kimberly talk about what she saw before the accident happened. So all the survivors are questioned. Of course, Eugene... Is 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 making fun of it, talking about oh death can come get you. Is death design, and telling exactly what's going on. What really is going on is that death is like death has a design, and the fact that they were all supposed to be in that accident, but they all were saved, is going to cause death. To, to, to spin the block, basically. And death is gonna spin the block and it's gonna come get him. Now of course nobody's believing it. Nobody. Everybody is everybody's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. This ain't nothing ain't nothing that's gonna happen. So uh Kim's father comes and gets her. And everybody leaves. So what happens? We go to the next scene. We go to the first the first guy to get it. Evan. Now mind you, Evan just won the lottery. Just won the lottery. So Evan goes, goes home. He done got a, a, a Mac. He done got him a designer watch, then got him a ring. You know, he started spending that lottery money. Now, mind you, won we a whole lot of money it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So you figure, you know, uh, after taxes, probably going to be about one fifty. Take hundred thousand dollars off that. So he was spending a little bread, but he didn't have a whole lot of money. So he goes in his house. Apartment is nasty. So he's getting ready to, um, start, he's getting ready, to, you know, getting ready to make him son eat. Go to his freezer. He t- first he goes in the refrigerator, takes out some nasty how-many-day-old Chinese food. Then he goes in his freezer and puts it right next to where his refrigerator, on the counter, next to the refrigerator. So then the next thing, he goes to his freezer Whatever that, that was, I don't know if it was mozzarella sticks, some nasty shit, pour some oil in the pan, Those the mozzarella sticks in the pan. So he goes over to the sink, right? And, of course, you know something about to happen because the wind starts blowing and you start seeing some shit. Okay, so he's looking at this ring. He puts this watch on, this designer watch. First, he, he presses to... To, to hear his messages. Then he puts this designer watch on. The messages play playing in the background, a bunch of females trying to get some of that money. So he gets the watch, he looks at the watch. Then he takes out the ring. Accidentally drops the ring into the sink and it falls down into the sinkhole. But his sink happens to have a garbage disposal in it. And while he was sitting in Chinese food, the, the day-old, couple day-old Chinese food next to the refrigerator, a magnet fell into the Chinese food. And instead of him checking it before he puts it in there, puts it in the microwave, he just put it in the microwave, started the microwave up. So he sticks his hand down into the into the sink. And He's trying to, you know, get the ring out. And while he trying to get the ring out, his arm gets stuck. But then you can hear the microwave crack lacking popping, pat-pap, 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 because it got metal in it. And that's just that. But his arm gets stuck in the garbage disposal. And all while that's going on, whatever he was cooking in the pan that he had catches on fire. So his arm is stuck, The, the, the his arm is stuck, and the, the, the microwave is popping, about to explode, and his kitchen is now catching on fire. He finally gets his arm unstuck, he breaks the window, And he goes out the fire escape. So he goes out the fire escape. His apartment explodes. And then he goes down, boom, boom, boom. He's going down the fire escape. He gets down. He slips and falls. Falls on his back. He's like, ah. Then the fire escape ladder starts to come down. And it stops. He thinks he made it. Uh-uh. Fire escape ladder comes down. It impales him through the head. Through the head. In his eye. Just plow right into the floor. And what happens is everybody starts seeing. Everybody's listening to what's going on. Everybody's listening to the news. And then everybody happens to hear that Evan got impaled. So then uh, the police officer is looking into Flight 180. And... Kimberly starts not being able to sleep. So she looks up clear, clear rivers, from the first, the only survivor from the first final destination. The only one. So she looks her up. And she looks up because she's in a psych ward. She checked herself into a psych ward and, you know, so Claire looks her up to go to, to go see her. So what happens is she goes to the sight ward and Kimberly's walking through this thing. The doctor's like, you have any cell phones, blah, 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 some sharp objects, anything like that. And so finally when they get to the where Claire's room is, Claire tells she that she asks the doctor, what do you think? I'm going to be dangerous? She's like, no. She thinks you might be dangerous. So then people don't realize she checked herself into a psych ward after Alex, who was the one who, who had the premonition in the first movie. got killed by a falling brick. And mind you, Alex didn't go nowhere. According to this movie, Alex didn't go nowhere after this movie. He stayed in the house and still got killed by a falling brick. So Kimberly goes in this room, and she basically is telling Claire that Evan was the first one of the highway survivors to die. And he wasn't the one in order in the order of the death that she saw in the premonition. And so what happens is Claire is explaining to her how this is all going. Death has a design. This is, death, death has a list. That death has a design and with that being that she and these other survivors made it from getting hit or made it out of this humongous nasty ass accident that happened they death had now they're on death's list but she's also telling her that death because uh evan was not the first one that death is coming for them for everybody but coming for them in Reverse. It's definitely coming for them in reverse. So, so what happened? She asked Claire for that for her help. Claire refuses, and of course they get into it. She gives her the finger. As she walks out of out of her room, she goes back to her, um. She goes back to her house, and the, the 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 police officer Thomas is at her house, waiting for her, and explaining to her, "Hey, everybody's moving. I'm I, I telling her, I believe you. Everybody's meeting at my house later on." She's like, "I thought you didn't believe me at first. She didn't." So. Next in order is the mother and the son. So the mother is taking the son to get, uh, I believe, his braces adjusted or something. And all of that, while Kimberly has a premonition about some damn pigeons. At first, I'm like, what the fuck is she? Pigeons? Is all that. So they go and try to find Nora and her son Tim. They're at the um at the dentist. Like I said, Tim, I believe, is getting his braces adjusted. He goes sits in with the doctor. Now, I'm thinking that they're about to get blown up. Because what happens is Tim is in the room, and these pigeons keep hitting up against the glass. And out in the waiting room, you see a bunch of water starting to drip by the socket where the, um, where there's a fish tank and all this other stuff. So I'm like, oh, they about to get blown up. Then this, uh, while Tim is laying, like, laying there, Go the doctor. Goes outside to check on what the commotion that's going outside because a a pigeon just crashed through the window where the dentist's office is at. No problem. They go outside the doctor, and then this rubber toy falls into Tim's mouth, and you think he about to choke because all the electricity just went off. Ain't nothing. He ain't got no oxygen. And mind you, it's no oxygen. It's just nitrogen going up in there because he's got laughing gas on. And so you think he about to he about to bite the bullet right there. Death coming to get him right there. Not what happened. Uh the dental assistant comes in, saves him, whatever. I guess they he finishes the procedure. They leave out they leave out the door. Kimberly and Thomas end up finding where Nora and Tim are at. And I'm assuming Kimberly's trying to tell, Kimberly and Thomas are trying to tell Nora, Nora something, and they, she can't hear him. And Tim, like any teenager would do, runs through, runs through some pigeons, clapping them up, clapping them up, trying to get the pigeons to, to, to fly away, making make commotion. What happened? The pigeons fly into the guy that's controlling this piece of glass and Tim gets crushed by the piece of glass. So disgusting. So disgusting. Great kill though. I will say this, this movie had a lot of great kills. A lot of great kills. Now the third one takes it to a whole nother level, but we won't even go there. But this second one had a lot of great kills. That crushing glass, Oh that was disgusting. Because it wasn't like the glass crushed him and then you know you seen his body broken in pieces. It crushed him and it literally had his body in a puddle pretty much. That was disgusting. It was great. The kills were the kills were spectacular. The kill was spectacular, but it was disgusting. And I will tell you this, my star these these kills I can deal with. These kills I can definitely deal with because this is not like Hellraiser last week, where that whole shit was just fucking nasty. But of course, Nora is is distraught because she just lost her son. Kim and Thomas over there crying on the Kim crying on the other side because she tried to save them, but it didn't happen. So what happened? Kim and Tom, Thomas drive back to Kim's house, and Thomas tells Kim that uh, Nora won't be there after what just happened to her son, and Kim is like, yo, I mean, she needs to be there. What about safety? And Nora said it best. I mean, uh, Thomas said it best. He don't think she she gives a rat's ass. Because, quite frankly, she just lost her son. And I can't can't be mad at her. She just watched her son be crushed by some glass. And, I mean, it... Oof, oof. It, 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 it was brutal. It was brutal. So when they go back to Kim's house, Clear decides to help them try to escape death. Now, let me tell you something before I move on. When it's your time, it is your time. I don't think that is, is, is worried about you escaping it because death gonna get you. When it's your time to go, I really believe it's your time to go. Now, you don't want now we all don't wanna go. Let's be real, we all don't want to go, but when it's time, when God calls us home, ain't ain't not too much we could do. So when Claire comes and decides to help, they go and move and go and meet uh, this uh, the guy a guy who works in the mortuary his name is William what happens now best thing about this is Tony Todd the guy who plays Candyman is the guy who plays he was the perfect person for that particular role let me say that because he's creepy he's old and he'll make you be like what the fuck are you talking about So basically, he tells them that the only way to beat death's design is new life has to be, new life has to be, uh, new life is the only way that you can defeat death. So they thought about it, and they remembered Isabella. Now, Isabella was pregnant, so they feel like Isabella has this baby. Isabella was on Route 28 with that accident, but they feel like Isabella has this baby, that everybody would be, everybody will be good. So, they go find the truck that Isabella was was driving, and take Isabella to custody until she, until she has this baby. So, meanwhile, everybody goes. To uh, Officer uh, Burke's apartment, Thomas's apartment, believing that if they stick together, they'll be all right. So eventually, Eugene and Nora decide to leave. So what happens is they're putting their their accident-proofing uh, Thomas's apartment. And what ends up happening is um, Rory, the drug addict, the dude that was getting high on the highway, he look, he's putting some stuff away in Thomas's closet and notices a bunch of hooks. So then they try to they try to get in touch with Nora. As Kimberly is giving each one of them a cell phone and tell her that a guy with hooks is going to kill her. Now a guy with hooks didn't kill her. What ended up happening was this guy that she was in the Nora was in the elevator with Eugene. And this creepy old white dude started smelling her head. Now let me just say this: that nasty. You a creepy old white man smelling people's head. That nasty. No, 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 let me say that right now. That nasty. So, but what he has in his in his hand is like a a, a box full of artificial limbs which have hooks on them. So while she's trying to run away from the guy. Her hair gets caught on one of these hooks. And while she was trying to leave the elevator, her neck gets caught in the elevator door. And what makes it bad is they're trying to, the elevator starts to move. So they're trying to, I mean, they're trying to get her out of the elevator, and the elevator starts to move. And the one thing she said through that whole time is, I don't want to die. Well, sorry, Nora. You basically got your neck cut off by an elephant. Like, she lost that whole, that was brutal too. But it is what it is. So you got got. All right? All right. So moving on, they all go back to, 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 you're all at um, Thomas's apartment, and all the while they, they they're leaving. I'm assuming to go to the police station, and they take Cat's uh, SUV, who is the the, the 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 businesswoman, so they could go to the to the to the police station because Isabella had already been been been. And taken into custody, but all while that was going on, Isabella ends up her water ends up breaking. Um, so the 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 the, um, the 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 deputy that was at the station had to take her to the hospital in her van. And then all along the way, as they're discussing things, they realize that. The the, the the death of all the, the the flight 180 survivors. They've all come in contact with each one of these, these 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 people, and it has affected their lives. Before the high before the high, before the stuff on the highway even happened, and saving them from prior deaths. Which. In the end, realize which they end up realizing that set up the sequence of events of the accident. So then they're driving, they the SUV, the tire blows out and it almost bumps Isabella off the road, it kills her. Um, they swerve a, a, a stack of. They swerve into some some some, and crash into some PVC piping, which comes through the back of, of that window, and goes through the driver's side headrest. But nobody dies. But the consequence of that is the um a log goes in through the driver's side. And has Kat pinned down. Now, all of this injures Eugene, but he's not dead, he's just injured. And they call for the the ambulance and they take Eugene out. And, you know, he looks like he's gonna survive. Meanwhile, rescue workers come to try to get Kat out of the SUV. So here we go. One of the rescue, one of the rescue guys, he's gonna use the jaws of life and, you know, pull, I guess pull uh cat's door off, which then could release the log and they could get cat out. Well what happened? The jaws of life bangs into the bangs into the car. The 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 airbag goes off. And cat's head is impaled in a piece of broken PVC pipe. Gruesome, gruesome and brutal. So all the while, um, a uh, a news, all the while, before this happened with cat, a news reporting van came. And when it parked, it accidentally put a hole in the, the gas line. Gas started, starts leaking out and seeping out. What happened? It starts leaking out, it starts seeping out. Um. And it's leaking down the PVC piping that's already in the ground. So now, Cat, all this time, while she was waiting to get out, from the jaws of life, she had a cigarette. She had lit a cigarette. She had a cigarette in her hand. And once she she got impaled, she dropped the cigarette. And of course, death's wind blew that cigarette. Into the gasoline leak. And the van explodes. And the van explodes. And this uh this fence, this barbed wire fence, blew off, and it cut Rory into pieces. It sliced and diced home Slizzy. And it slid oh, oh my God. Let's just put it this way. It looked, that particular kill looked like a Mortal Kombat fatality. It really did. That was disgusting. So finally, all while that was going on, Claire, Kimberly, and Thomas are driving to the hospital. So they're driving to the hospital, and they get to the hospital. And what happens is Kimberly has a vision about a Dr. Kalarjian. And she's she's had a vision about falling into a lake in a white truck. And she thinks Dr. Kalarjian will euthanize Isabella. But as you'll find out, it doesn't turn out to be true. What happens is, is Isabella's baby, the uh, umbilical cord is wrapped around its neck. And what happens is, they needed Dr. Kalarji in so they, they could save the baby, but the baby ends up getting born, no problem. They got, the, they got the umbilical cord off the baby's neck. baby was born nice and healthy. That's a big-ass fucking baby, let me just say that, that was born. That, like, Isabella had a, had a fucking line back up at, at birth. So eventually what ends up happening is Kimberly has another premonition and realizes that Isabella was never supposed to die in the pilot on Route 28. So what happens is they have to, they thought they, when they thought they had defeated death, they didn't. And all the while Eugene is in his room. And Jeff is in there fucking with him the whole time. His accident just come, came out. They closed, it closed the vents in his room. Eugene was about to be fucked up in the game. And right after Isabella had that baby, all of that stopped. But it, it, Jeff wasn't done yet. So Claire went to go see Eugene. But with all that going on, Claire opened the door. A spark came from his machine that started a fire and made you kill Eugene and Claire in an explosion. Kimberly Tans is bleeding and all that, but then she realizes that the vision that she has from the hospital, was her vision that she had to die in order for them to bring her back? And what happens is she gets in the uh, she gets in an ambulance. Oh, and before she she runs out, before she runs out, she says, "Get Doctor Kalarjian." She runs out, she gets in the hospital, uh, she gets in the uh, ambulance. She drives the ambulance into the lake and falls down. She essentially dies. Burke goes in, dives in, he saves her, gets Dr. Kalarjian, and they save her. They bring her back to life, which in the end, that was that, that kills Death's design. So, they get to the end. They're having a picnic with um, the guys from the logging, Gibbons, uh, Kimberly's dad, Burke, and then Gibbons tells tells them that their son was nearly hit by a, a the newsman, but Rory saved him. and and Bert look at each other at what happens right as the movie goes on they're having a barbecue Brian blows up by the uh, barbecue pit his arm ends up coming across his mom's plate and that's how the movie ends I swear to god that was crazy that, that 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 was Benin. That was 110% Benin. If I have to give a rating on a scale of one to five, this was definitely a four for me. This was my introduction to the Final Destination series. Uh, like I said, I saw this before I saw the first one. And then I saw the first one, and I kind of put the two and two together. Uh, I thought the first one was okay. It was a little slow for me. The second one was much, much better for me. Um, And then as they go along, they get different, but the kills get more intense, get more creative, and just get better with time. All right. So there is my review and breakdown of Final Destination 2. Next week, Since we will be, I think next week is another movie, and then it's, wait, let me just see. Next week, no, next week's movie will be, next week, next week's movie will be the classic, the original, The Exorcist. I'll let you guys pick the movies. The last couple few weeks, I think this week I'm gonna do the. Uh, I think next week because Halloween is I think is on a Monday this year, I'll do the Exorcist, and you know, finish out the spooky reviews that way. So before I get into my last talking point, then getting to the get the fuck out of here ward, um, I will say that these these spooky reviews have been. Fun shit, because I've been watching movies that I probably wouldn't have watched otherwise or have, like, with uh, Child's Play and, and Final Destination, and even Hellraiser movies I haven't seen in a while, and they were interesting. So I would like to thank you guys who participated in the voting and helped me, you know, pick these movies and give gave me something to do all while, you know, trying to... Have have all while having content for you guys to listen to, and you know and watch. All right. Last but not least, my last talking point, and this one is, is really is not going to need too much talking about because I don't think there are going to be too many people that are going to disagree with with this. Kanye West. Kanye West is crazy as batshit. And I I need, this is the time for us to decide whether we're going to help this black man or we're going to cancel this black man. Now, I don't usually. Talk about canceling people. Because per- personally, I think cancel culture is, is stupid. But because I feel like people should be able to feel the way they want to feel, and, and and you know, you know, have freedom of speech. But I also think that people should be willing and be, should be willing and prepared to to be able to take the consequences of what's going to come behind all that. Any racist hate speech, any anti-Semitic comments, things like that, you should be ready, uh, be prepared to deal with the backlash that's about to come your way. And as everybody by now has seen, heard, watched, listened to, Kanye, so... Made some anti-Semitic comments. Plus, talked about George Floyd on the Drink Champs podcast. And I don't agree with any of that. Now, I want people to understand something. Drink Champs, under no way, shape, or form, should be held liable. Drink Champs is just a platform for people to be able to to say what they need to get things out. Drink champs did not know this man was gonna come up here and talk that talk. Now, what I will say is I I, I did listen to Charlemagne, and I did listen to North Charlemagne with Nori and, and and DJ Envy and and Angela Lee, Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club, where Nori did apologize for that because. He felt like, and he wasn't apologizing for the interview. He was apologizing because that hurt a lot of people. And he knew that. And Charlemagne did tell Norie, you shouldn't have had him on the show anyway. But in the end, I feel like there's only two things we can do now where it comes to to Kanye West, we could either help save this man or we could cancel him. My thing is, and this is just my personal opinion. And it's just me. It's just been time to put that man, to cancel that man. He's a genius musically. But I want him to understand something. I want people to understand something. Kanye West does not realize that everything he's saying has a consequence. Talking about there was no knee, the knee on the neck, didn't kill George Floyd, it was fentanyl. Hell no. Bro, it was a, a, a fucking autopsy. Told you. Yeah, he was killed by asphyxiation. <laughs> asphyxiation from the police officer having this knee on his knee on the dude's neck. What more do you need to see? And Kanye needs to realize these people don't, he he, he needs to stop trying to to appease the white folks. Because that's what I think it is. He's trying to fit in so much at alienating his own people, the people that defended him, the people that stood up for him, the people that made him who he is. But, of course, people don't don't seem to realize, he doesn't seem to realize that. Oh, he's bipolar? Nigga, take your medicine. I don't want to take my medicine. So you runner going to run around, talk that talk? Nigga, please. On my scale, I, and I have a friend that's talking about, oh, they're scared for when we talk about weight. Shut up! I understand truth is truth, facts are facts, but it's not for you to keep running around and talking. Talking that talk, we know the truth, and you're talking about going and putting it out in the world, nigga. You don't have to do that. Not everything has to be said. What has to be done is we need to do the things to make sure that's not what it is. Like, they can talk about, let, let's put it this way. Some years ago, Timberland so said, oh, well, we don't need to, I didn't make my shoes, my boots for black folks. And instead of us boycotting it and not wearing Timberlands anymore, we kept wearing them shit. Recently, we had the thing with Gucci. We stopped wearing it for three months and then went back to wearing the shit. What do you what, 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 you think they're going to ever take us seriously when we don't do these things? Like the whole thing where everybody was Jay-Z in football. I, I don't get me wrong I'll watch a football game here and there I'm a big Giants fan so I'm not gonna be I'm, I'm I'm not gonna be hypocritical on that but for a couple years I didn't watch one football game people need to realize and Kanye needs to realize that you don't have to Everything doesn't need to be said. It's up to us to do what we need to do in quiet, in secrecy. Because once we do what we need to do, then they're going to want to know why. And then you could come out and say, because then it's not anti-Semitic. Then it's, oh, I forgot. Then it's, what can we do to fix that? then it's a different conversation. But for you to just come out and say it, and there's no context to it, this is what the fuck happened. Ladies and gentlemen, don't get me wrong. What Kanye may have said about the Jews may be absolutely 100% correct. But... It's not for him to run around and just put that out there. It's for us to come together, make sure we can get that out there in the right way so it doesn't look like we're being anti-Semitic. It looks like we're fixing a fucking problem. And guess what? This is what happened. This is exactly what happened. But irregardless, it's time but us to either decide as, as 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 black people, do we keep Kanye or do we do we help save this man or do we cancel this man? Personally, I think he's beyond saving because he's going to do what the fuck he wants to anyway. He's a billionaire. But now we need to teach him a lesson about the same, the, the same way we give it, we take it away. And that's just me. That's my my two cents about Kanye. And guess what? Somebody might give it and take it away anyway, because he is about to get sued by the George Floyd family, and for two hundred and fifty million dollars. And I hope he loses. But again, that's just my. My, my, my. All right. So last but not least, as you know, I give out this award every week. I got to make sure I give out this award every week because motherfuckers do shit that just make you be like, Get the fuck out of here! I mean, like, like, for real. This week's award goes to none other than Herschel Walker. That stunt he pulled on the debate stage while he was debating Raphael Warnock, and what makes it even worse is he didn't even show up to the next debate, which I don't even think he'll be at, a, at any more debate. But... At the end Dial the day, pads uh, AI sales has... At the end of the day, this man is a fucking clown. And Georgia, if this is the man that, I'm going to play you, Georgia, if this is the man that you want to represent, you, in the United States Senate, you motherfuckers are stupid then a motherfucker but just to show you what i mean watch and listen pretended to be a police officer <laughs> and, hold up hold up let me, and, let me and run that thing back i have not done i've never pretended to be a police officer <laughs> and 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 i've never i've never threatened a shootout with the police you know, and now i have to respond to we that are, we are we are no, moving no, no, on I gentlemen have to respond to that and you know what's so funny i am with, with many police officers <laughs> and at the same time mr walker, to, mr. Uh, walker no, no, mr walker no, no, no. mr walker me, truth, mr walker excuse me mr walker please out of the respect truth, i the truth i, I is need here. to let you know mr yes. walker you are very well yes. aware of the rules tonight yes and you have a prop yes. that is not allowed sir. Yeah. I ask you to put that prop away. Well, it's not a prop. This is real. And he said, I but, have a problem. I never it worked with law enforcement. It is considered a prop, Mr. Walker. Yes. Excuse me, sir. Yes. You're very well aware of the rules, aren't you? Well, aren't he, you aware of he the brought rules? up the truth. We, Let's talk about the truth. Th- thank you for putting that yes. prop away. One thing I have not done. Okay. So I, I want y'all to j- just look at it. The nigga pulled a toy fucking badge out on the stage to say he was a fucking police officer. He has never been a police officer. That nigga was a football player. He's never been a police officer. Yo, word up. All I'm gonna say is this, man, and and, and I'm going to leave it at that. If you want this stupid motherfucker to be represent you, Georgia, in the Senate. God help us all. But you know what? This week, Herschel Walker gets this. Get the fuck out of here! Uh, and that's just real talk. I'm just gonna keep it. Real. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this was a good week. It has been a great week. We got one more spooky, series, one more spooky review in the spooky series to go. That will be the Exorcist next week. Same time, same bat station. But until then. You can email me at so what you're saying 5 at gmail.com. That's S-O-W-U-T-U-S-A-Y-I-N-5 at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook at so what you're saying. Find me on Instagram at so what you're saying. You can hit us up on Twitter at saying on Twitter. You can also find me on my link tree at SoWhatsaysayin. You can also, and I please implore everybody to follow us on Twitch. Give us a follow on Twitch. Very much important. It'll help the whole thing go. I want to thank you guys for joining me this week. I want to say peace, love, and hair grease. And everybody, be safe on the next. And enjoy your weekend.